Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. Right, it's a Thursday, and we're here again with our friend Jenny Kay from baby Jenny Kay. Friday. Yeah, Baby Friday. Yes. Jenny Kay is here. Jenny Kay Neurolinguistic Therapy. This is Mind Matters, and today's topic apparently is trauma. Good, uh, good afternoon. How are you, Jenny? Good afternoon. Hi. What's hap- Hi. What's I'm happening good. your side? So things have become quite interesting. I'm seeing such a variety of um, of patients. I think with all the change that has been going on. A lot of people are realizing it's time to take care of themselves Uh and a lot of things have surfaced because people's lives have adjusted and they've they've almost had been through a time of reassessing what's going on for them sure um so it's been a very interesting time and one of the things that i have been having a lot of inquiries about and speaking to a lot of people about is trauma sometimes Mm. quite old trauma Mm. and sometimes fairly recent trauma sure so I thought that I would speak a bit about that today. Um, there seems to be a fair amount of misconception about what, what do you need to go through in order to deal with trauma, what is effective, ther- you know, what is effective treatment of trauma, mm-hmm. and what trauma actually is. Um, because once we understand what it is, um, understanding how to work with it and how to shift it so that it no longer has a hold over your life becomes a lot simpler. Hmm. All right. So what is, uh, first of all, tell us what it is. Okay. So, well, I'm going to start with, um, you know, trauma can be, we can go, we can experience different um, degrees of trauma for different reasons. Sometimes people experience a fairly, um, what, what, seem, what seems to be a fairly insignificant event is quite traumatic to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and other times we're talking about people who have experienced, you know, horrifically violent crimes or they've been in horrible accidents or, um, you know, bigger, bigger, more, more easily recognizable issues mm-hmm. that result in trauma. So in order to understand what is trauma and why does trauma get triggered again and again and again in our lives? Um, we really need to start with understanding what is experience. Sure. So as people, we make sense of our world through our five senses, through what we see, what we hear, what we feel, what we can taste, and what we, and what we smell. Mm. Um, so when, when something happens, we have an experience. And in that, speci- you know, in that moment, we're just receiving all the information. We haven't actually made sense of it in the moment. A split second later, we almost um, we're looking at the at what's just happened, and now we now we give it meaning, and we do that again and again and again and again, and that's how we that's how we experience anything in life is that we receive the information, the sensory based information, we give it meaning, and that creates the experience for us. So what happens with trauma is that we have an experience. We receive all the information. A moment later, we look at it and we we start to make sense of it. And the more times 
the more times we rethink it and the more time, the more meaning we apply to it, when it's something that is particularly scary or traumatic for us, we start to play the little game of what if, what could have happened. And so each time we revisit it, we amplify it. Mm. And what we become traumatized is not the event itself, but the meaning that we've given to it and all the what ifs around. We I, start to think of, of all the horrific stuff that could have happened. I got to tell you, that's one of my least favorite things. In fact, I, I hate what if. Those two words, what if. I just cringe yes. whenever someone starts to say what if. You know, there's a million different possibilities yes. and everything we, every moment of every day can happen a million different ways. Mm. But the fact is it happens the way it happens. I mean, I, I hate that. Let's, you know... Yes. So, so it is, you know, a lot of times you look at it and you go, well, that's a pointless, a pointless thing to do. But then on the other hand, that's what makes us really good at predicting, you know, and keeping ourselves safe. Mm. It's what makes us really good at managing the risks in our life, making mm -hmm. good choices. So it's not a completely useless thing, um, but it's, you know, it's what we do. And, and there's various reasons for, for what we do it and how we do it. So the other thing that happens at a particularly traumatic event is that it's almost like we take, you know, especially if it's something that has made us feel particularly unsafe um, or, or life-threatening even, mm. it's almost like our mind takes a quick picture and, and captures all the information as it is. So it, it, it almost takes a photograph of, you know, what did we see, what did we hear, we pay attention in that split second to so much detail about what, you know, what was the lighting like? What was the temperature like? What noise did I hear? What angle did people approach me from? All of this information, every bit of sensory information that we experienced in that moment gets captured and almost stored as like a high alert, pay attention, beware mm -hmm. button in our brain. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we call that, you know, we refer to that as a trigger. And the reason for that is to help us stay safe. I see. So it's, you know, it's enabling us that in future, when we come across anything that is similar to this or near enough, mm. um, we're going to re react instantly and automatically to keep us safe. All right. So... Um, as we continue on here, this is Hit ZA, it's Mind Matters, and uh, we're speaking with Jenny Kay from Jenny Kay Neurolinguistic Therapy, and she's telling us what uh, trauma is. Hmm. Okay, and we're back now with Jenny Kay, this is Mind Matters on Hit ZA, and we're talking about trauma. Right. So, as we were saying previously, um, you know, we, we have this experience, hmm. we give it meaning, and because it's something that, that we experience as being threatening to us, we pay attention to all the sensory information that we were receiving, and it almost installs like a trigger in our brain that in the event that we, you know, that we come across something similar, we want to be able to react, react quickly to keep ourselves safe. So it has a good, a good intention and a good purpose. It's not always necessarily helpful. Now, those of us who were around the day uh, September 11 happened. Oh, yes, I remember um, it well. Yes. So what, what they started to notice after that was that at particular times, there were more people being triggered by that event or experiencing um, huge anxiety than before. And what they noticed was that when the weather was 
close enough to what it had been on that day yeah. that that it happened. People were being triggered unknowingly by the the um, the environment around them to be mm. on high alert, and, I remember, and they were experiencing a lot of anxiety. I remember this in, in New York City. I mean, it was an autumn day, and I remember watching on television from I think I was near Detroit that day, and it was a beautiful yeah. sunshine, clear morning. There was nothing wrong anywhere in the sky. I mean, it could it couldn't have been more of a perfect day, really. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, you know, it, it was a it was a very it was a bizarre day. Yeah. Yeah, it sure <laughs> um, was. But you know, so you know, we as, as human beings, we have the ability to pick on you know to pick up on on minor minor cues. Uh huh. So anyway, so what happens when you know as we grow up and we we make all the logical we have all the logical discussions with ourselves around the event and we we unpack it and we figure out you know why we feel the way we do and all of that yeah but we still get triggered by it yeah so when it comes to treating to treating something um you know a traumatic event that you are continually being triggered by mm-hmm. my first thing that i really you know that i really want to put out there is it's never going to just go away uh-huh. you do actually have to deal with it the reason I'm so passionate about NLP and I love it so much is that it gives me a set of tools to work with a client where they do not have to relive the experience. You know, there's this misconception that in order to deal with stuff in your life, you have to go through all the emotion and feel it and cry and it's not necessary. Yeah, that was going to be my question. You just answered it. Do, do we have to go back through? Because, I mean, as I've said to you in the past, you know, I know a lot of people, first responders and things, who've seen some horrible things. And, you know, yes. they, they always send them to these counselors and they make them go through it and, and, and relive it. And it's not... Yes, and it's... It's, it's, it's not, it's not it's a really great thing. It's really not helpful. Yeah, it's not great at all. No. When you're going through no. it or, or watching so, someone go through it. Yeah. So that's the thing is that, you know, the, these kind of events can be worked through and processed in a way that the client feels safe, um, that, you know, that they don't have to re-experience it and they only need to share what they are comfortable to share. You know, I don't need to know all the details. I don't need to know everything that went through your mind in order to be useful to you and in order to help you deal with it in a way that this can be something that has happened in the past that no longer has a hold over your life. Mm. You can get on with life. You can experience joy. You can, you know, you can still go on to have a happy, healthy, thriving life, um, regardless of what you have experienced. So I really do want to appeal to people that, you know, if they, if they have had an experience that keeps triggering reactions from them or in their life, um, that is, you know, that is making them unhappy or creating problems, please reach out and do something. It, it can be resolved. And you, um, you know, you might want to look around and mm, find the right person, mm-hmm. um, but these things can be dealt with, and they can be dealt with quite easily, actually. Yeah. Mercedes has a question. Yes, I, had, I have a question. I stepped out a bit, uh, so I'm not sure if you covered this, but um, just before I left, you were talking about how, you know, when you're experiencing trauma, your mind will take a picture of what just happened, yes. right? And you, yes. you will keep that in your mind. What happens in cases where people have experienced trauma, but they actually forget about the whole thing? Because I've heard of a lot of um, you know, experiences where people don't even remember until later in life 
they remember yes. that when they so, were young, something happened. Yeah. So Lucetti, that does happen where people suppress events. What what doesn't get forgotten or what or what doesn't get um, repressed is the trigger to it. Hmm. So you may be experiencing reactions to something that you don't know what it's to, you know what it's about. Hmm. Um, but the fact that you are having these reactions to things that are causing a problem in your life suggests that there is something that needs to be taken care of. And you might not know what it is. You might not make the connection. Mm -hmm. It can still be worked with. It can still be dealt with. So the, the, best, um, the best way to do that then is just to, to get in touch with you, right, and set an appointment and probably come in and speak to you. Yeah, so, you know, I really, I really want to start encouraging people to, to recognize um, that trauma, uh, trauma therapy, coaching, um, you know, counseling, all of these things are, they, they, they don't label or define who you are, but they're just tools that are there to help you get out your way. To help deal with the stuff that's you know that's causing a problem in your life. Mm -hmm. um, what I do, just some tips for people to um, to th you know if they go through an experience that is you know that that ha has a bit of an issue around it. One of the things that's useful to notice is that they have survived. The fact that they are still living, breathing on this earth, they have survived that event. They are alive. Mm. They have survived it, mm -hmm. um, and it seems like a it seems like a silly thing to say, but you know, in this internal dialogue that we have, we don't actually pay attention to the fact that we lived. Yeah, we made it. No matter all the things um, that we're going know, through our mind question, and all that, and, and the bottom line is, we're still here to talk about it. So that's a plus. Yes, and the next thing that you know, in in this this. Um, the cycle that we go through in our in our heads around it, we we also don't stop to look and go, okay, what did I actually do right? What did I do that influenced the situation mm -hmm. that resulted in me surviving it? Sure, sure. What did I do to keep me safe? How did I keep others safe? Um, you know, I don't I don't suggest that people are going to deal with something that has been particularly traumatic in their own capacity. You know, they, sometimes we do actually need somebody outside mm. to get us out of this because this is something that our brain has set in as a high alert, high risk thing. So our best thinking is not going to get us out of it. Mm. Um, but there, you know, there certainly are ways that allow us to take that event, which when you break it down is sensory information and to give it a different meaning to get le learnings from it and and to reframe it in a way that it's just an event. It no longer has power over us in any way. All right. So, again, the best way to get in touch with Jenny K is to go to Jenny K NLP, uh, or is it just Jenny K.co.za? It's a website. Both and of them actually work. <laughs> yes, I've noticed that. That's why I always get confused. Um, you can get in touch. All our contact details are there, and they'll also be on the, the podcast. If you missed any part of this, you can catch it later on and put it up on our podcast channel. And you can find all of our lovely little podcasts uh, there on your favorite podcast platform. Just search Miller Time Media on the platform of your choice, and you'll find it. We're on Deezer. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Pod. We're on all the podcasts, man. We're on there. So, we're Jenny K., honey. we are everywhere. I've been everywhere. Jenny K., uh, Jenny K., Neurolinguistic <laughs> Therapy, thank you very much, as always, for this week's edition of Mind Matters. We'll catch you next week.
Always great chatting to you. Enjoy the rest of the afternoon. All right. You, you too. Cheers, cheers. Bye. And we'll get back into the music now with uh, more music from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. This is Hits ZA.